0: what's up everybody welcome back to baseball connection so we're back with plenty to discuss i'll start in atlanta where spencer strider stole the spotlight he has been putting together a phenomenal season and just continued that on thursday night he is a rookie right-hander and he's made just 17 starts in his career but i mean he's running away with that nl rookie of the year you know both Of the top candidates for National League Rookie of the Year are on the Atlanta Braves. with Spencer Strider and Michael Harris II. Both these guys are playing extremely well right now, but Strider just keeps making strides. He seems to be making a lot of progress in that direction. His latest act was a 16-strikeout performance over eight shutout innings as the Braves won 3-0 over the Rockies on Thursday night. That is the most strikeouts ever by an Atlanta Braves pitcher. Think about it. That that is a storied franchise that that has had Hall of Famers come through. And rookie Spencer Strider now has the record for most strikeouts in a game by an Atlanta Braves pitcher. That's saying something. That's saying something. Eight shutout innings. He allowed just two hits. Did not walk a batter. I mean, it was a 106-pitch masterpiece. And he didn't throw anything but fastballs and sliders the entire game. And he landed 79 of those 106 pitches for strikes. It was just a masterpiece. So 16 strikeouts were the most in the major league since Walker Bueller did it on June 21st, 2019. And it's the most by a major league rookie since John Gray did it back in 2016. Only five rookies have had more in a game led by Kerry Woods' 20. In 1998, which is also known as the greatest pitching performance of all time, that game statistically highest has has the highest game score by by any pitcher, Kerry Wood, back in 1998. Go ahead and look at the highlights if you haven't seen it. So, I mean, what else happened in Atlanta? So we talked about Michael Harris. He had a solo home run for his 14th of the season. You know, he's having a phenomenal year in his own, but. It's just an embarrassment of riches for the Atlanta Braves. They've had so much good young talent come through their system over the past few years. You're wondering, where do they get these guys from? I mean, if we go back the last, let's say the past four years or so, uh, Acuna, Albies, Kyle Wright, Mike Soroka, Spencer Strider, Ian Anderson, Michael Harris, the list goes on and on and on. All these guys that are the key, that are key cogs in their lineup or their pitching staff have been homegrown talent. It's very remarkable what the Braves have been doing. And it works. I mean, they won the World Series in 2021. So they have definitely cracked the code and they have a system that works for them. So shout out to Spencer Strider doing something that not John Smoltz, not Greg Maddox, not Tom Glavin, not Warren Spahn. None of these Atlanta Braves pitchers had ever done before. So shout out to him. He is leading the charge for National League Rookie of the Year. Let's talk about players who have been perfect fits for their new team since the trade deadline. There have been a bunch of players who have played really well since you know changing jerseys. Let's take a look. Number one for sure is Jordan Montgomery of the St. Louis Cardinals. No one else comes close to what he's done since switching jerseys. He's with the Cardinals Coming over from the Yankees, you know, these are stats through Wednesday's games. But even after allowing five runs over five innings in his previous start, his previous start, Jordan Montgomery boasts some really sparkling numbers as a St. Louis Cardinal. A 1.76 ERA, just four walks in 30 and two-thirds innings, a 193 opponent's batting average. I mean, it's just what else can you say? He's having a month to remember. He's had a month to remember because he's in with the Cardinals since you know end of July or early August really and it's just like what did the Yankees give up I mean I hope the Yankees are happy with that trade but the Cardinals are definitely happy with what they've gotten from Jordan Montgomery number two is Juan Soto we know who this guy is the Padres had a dramatic August to put it lightly they had the Soto trade the Fernando Tatis Jr. suspension, the Josh Hader trade, and obviously Josh Hader's subsequent struggles out of the bullpen, and the team kind of falling from their hold on the wild card spot. But all of that has obscured the fact that Juan Soto has been just as good as advertised. I mean, the only gripe with him this year is that he's not hitting for as much power, but we know he's an on-base machine. That's all he does. All he does is get on base And he's continuing that this year. He has a 409 on-base percentage. He still has 24 homers. So, I mean, people talk about the power, but he still has 24 homers. Could finish the year with 30 bombs. And he's got an 883 OPS. And he's been playing very well since he came to San Diego. So he's doing just fine. Next up is Daniel Vogelbach of the Mets. So the DH was an obvious area of need for the Mets as the deadline came close. Because entering July 22nd, their DHs ranked in the bottom third of Major League Baseball. And their lefty DHs were even worse. So they got Daniel Vogelbach. And, you know, he's been slotted comfortably right behind Pete Alonso in the lineup. You know, after posting some pretty pedestrian numbers with the Pirates, he's taken his game up a couple notches with the Mets. And, you know, he's saying 247 with a 385 on base, 471 slugging, four homers, 11 extra base hits. So thanks to Vogie. Mets designated hitters, which ranked 22nd in the majors in OPS before he came to the team, now ranked 13th in the majors in OPS since he joined the team. Next up is Luis Castillo of the Mariners. So obviously the Mariners paid a pretty hefty price to get Luis Castillo from the Reds, but they're getting good production in return. Remember, the Mariners are trying to break a playoff drought. So they're all in this year. And he's been worth the cost. Luis Castillo has compiled a 2.84 ERA since he's joined Seattle. And that's what he's there for. You know, right now, the Mariners sit at 97.5% chance to make the playoffs. So they are sitting pretty. Next up on this list, last but not least, is going to be Tommy Pham of the Red Sox. So he was signed to a one-year deal shortly before the start of the regular season. And he, he floundered with Cincinnati through 91 games. He had an 87 OPS+. Plus. That's the lowest of his career with any team. And the Reds dealt him on August 1st for a player to be named later from Boston. And all, all of a sudden, he seems to have found new life. And he has squared up just about everything he's seen with the Red Sox. The 63.5 hard hit rate since making his debut with the Red Sox is the best in the American League. And it trails only the Phillies' Kyle Schwarber. So he's upped his batting average to 292. And his OPS with Boston is a solid 124. These are numbers with the Red Sox. So all of a sudden, Tommy Pham has found his bat. And good for him because obviously as a 34-year-old corner outfielder, you have to hit. Or else, you know, the market in the offseason is going to be very, very thin for someone with that profile. Because, you know, not many teams are looking for fringe, fringe bats. That are thirty four years old. If we're just being honest, so he has to hit if he wants to get a job this off season. So that is where we stand with things. You know, just want to give a big shout out to Spencer Strider. He's he's the talk of town today. We have a bunch of you new know, new series that have that have begun to take shape. Keep your eye on those Baltimore Orioles. Those pesky Baltimore Orioles, guys. You know they have they have called up Gunnar Henderson, who's you know, he played shortstop on Thursday. Looks really good. Uh, He's been he's been doing his thing. And now the Orioles are eight games above 500. They take on the Oakland A's this weekend. And that gives Baltimore a pretty good chance to to inch closer and closer towards a wildcard spot. They're only one and a half games back. You know, the Toronto Blue Jays are ahead of them. But, you know, Baltimore has has hit their stride and they've got some young talent in there and they're, they're looking like a really fun team right now. So shout out to the O's. Enjoy the new series that are coming this weekend. But of course, we will be here on the next one. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. We'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.